We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Right now, my good friend John Millay joins us from the Minnesota State High School League. And I haven't seen John in a long time, and I'm sure he's relieved to uh, uh, hear that. Uh, John, how you been? That, that's probably good news for both of us, Steve. I don't know if anything <laughs> good ever comes of it when we're together. So, yeah, we should maybe keep talking on the radio for a while. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm out. Uh, I was just came in from my yard. I'm doing some yard work. I'm wrestling with a chainsaw. We got a fire going, and I was glad to take a break. Well, well, good man. We we have a neighbor uh, who's out doing yard work right now. In in some way, shape, or form, the uh, smoky remnants of of their bonfire have somehow made it into the house here so uh, <laughs> yeah that's it, not the greatest thing no no that's our, not so good nope the wind is blowing the smoke from our fire away from all our neighbors and into a wooded area so that's good and you know we're burning buckthorn i don't know if anybody's ever battled oh, fought the battle yeah. of buckthorn but we had a bunch of that kind of creeping into our yard we have woods right behind our lot so we've been sawing down buckthorn and cutting it up into pieces, and I got I got holes in my arms and legs. There are thorns in buckthorns, and we're we're burning it. So we're sending it to where it belongs. We're giving it a good uh, a burial by fire. Yeah, the buckthorn is a bear. I I have had a little bit of it on the property, and it is just an ongoing battle. I I've heard goats do a number on it though, so you should hire a goat or two. <laughs> To, to come in and help you out. Have you seen the stories on the TV news? Every now and then they'll do one of those yeah. features on people that have goats for hire that come in and take care of buckthorn. I kid you not. I, I have seen that, yeah. I uh, if, this, if I don't do a better job than I'm doing right now, we may call out the goats. That's a good idea. Yeah, bring in, bring in the goats. <laughs> uh, the high school league uh, moves into spring. And, and, John, let's recap what happened this winter. Uh, it, all the state tournaments happened. There, there were a couple of hiccups uh, along the way and some unfortunate circumstances. Uh, the Hill-Murray boys hockey team, uh, the only reason I bring it up is I was at Hill-Murray last night for a girls lacrosse game uh, doing a game on PrepSpotlight.tv. White Bear Lake at Hill-Murray. Uh, the Pioneers won their home opener last night. And I got to thinking about it. You know, beyond that, though, Things went pretty smoothly uh, for these state tournaments. I know there were some COVID cases that, that impacted Hermantown as well, but all things considered, we were able to get these winter tournaments in. Yeah, Steve, we finished really strong, you know, after having three hockey teams and boys and girls not able to play yeah. at state. I thought the odds were pretty high with twice as many basketball teams. We'd probably have some who couldn't do it, but they all got there. They all played and, uh, yeah. yeah, it's great, you know, for a, for a winter where all kinds of teams and all kind of, kinds of sports were shut down for different periods of time by the virus protocols, there's nothing more heartbreaking than to see a team qualify for state and then not be able to play or not be able to play with most of their varsity. And, yeah, we feel for those kids in those, in those towns. And, and uh, But, yeah, overall, I thought it went really well. The basketball tournaments, you know, with 
a different kind of format, you know, and we were back at Target Center, grateful to the Target Center and the XL Center for providing those venues, even with limited crowds. Uh, it was it was a fun, fun couple of weeks with all those tournaments to wrap up the winter. Yeah, and uh, I should mention, I believe Centennial on the girls' hockey side was the other team that wasn't That's able correct. to participate because Edina, the eventual state champ in 2A, they beat Andover in a thriller. Just a great championship game. Yeah. Uh, they weren't able to play Centennial in the quarterfinals. So, uh, once again, uh, thoughts go out to uh, the Centennial right. girls hockey program as well. And and we move forward to the spring. And the reason I bring up Hill Murray, and this is the second lacrosse game I was at this week. I, I happened to be at Moundsview the night before Hutchinson came in and played uh, at Moundsview on Thursday. And then I was at Hill Murray for Hill Murray and White Bear Lake on Friday night. And there was a sense of returning to normal. And once again, I for the lacrosse teams and track and field and all the other spring sports, baseball, softball, et cetera, uh, it, it, it's great to see those kids back out there. It really is. And I don't often say this, Steve, but Twitter is such a happy place right now with all these posts from schools and coaches and athletic directors, you know, kids outside playing baseball, softball. They're hitting tennis balls and golf yep. balls. They're playing lacrosse, um, track meets are going on. It's just the greatest thing. And, and you think, you know, it's been 600 and some days since some of these sports have had anything going on after the shutdown last spring. So, yeah, I've never seen so many happy uh, posts on Twitter. It's phenomenal. And I'm going to be out there now starting this coming week and I visit some schools and go to some events and try to chronicle some of that and uh, post a lot of photos of happy people and happy fans. It's it's uh it's phenomenal. I don't think I don't think people like you and I and most people involved in high school activities we don't take this for granted and and I don't know if anybody ever will again because we know what it's like when we just don't have a season or when tournaments get shut down or when you know like last fall we did not have any state tournaments and now we're we're back on track. We had winter state tournaments. We're going to have spring state tournaments and there's there's a real sense of getting back to normal here. We're not out of the woods certainly, but. Um, yeah, it's it's really phenomenal. That sun has never looked better outside, and Minnesota is greening up, and the kids are out are out having a good time. Yeah, and when I was at Hillmary in the press box, it faces north, so the sun was setting to the west, and and for a while I, I didn't have. Uh, a good sight line uh, of the goal on the last end of the field, but I wasn't going to complain about the sun shining. I, 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 would, I wasn't going to go there. But it, but it was hard to see uh, at, at Hill Murray last night for a point in time. But no no complaints whatsoever. Glad no. to be there. Um, John, let's talk about uh, the high school league board of directors met virtually on Thursday, and some things came out of that meeting. Uh, give us a quick synopsis. Yeah, uh, one thing is they, they finalized the schedules for spring state tournaments. You know, we'll finish a little later than normal, but there's a lot of good news in there. The, the high school baseball tournaments will, will culminate at Target Field as they have yes. for years. Um, you know, state track meet, we now have three classes in track, so we don't know the sites yet for those. We have the dates for all these tournaments, just not sites for some of them. I think lacrosse, the sites haven't been finalized yet. Um, that was one thing, and uh, the, the section and class assignments, which are done every other year, they were finalized by the board of directors for the following two years, starting in the fall. 
And, it, you know, if your school moved up or down a class or if, or if you, you know, if you switched from one section to another, that's a big deal. But I think overall, as far as a statewide, you know, kind of a 30,000 foot view, this is just the order of business. It's not, it's, it's usually not any earth shaking changes. Right. You know, if your school has been moved, up or down just because you're slightly over the enrollment limit or your, your enrollment dip. And we, the high school league gets the enrollments from the state department of education. That's where all this begins. And then uh, people in our office basically look at maps for every sport in every section. It takes months and it was finalized by the board. So that's on our website, mshsl.org right at the top. There's a link to all those. You can look by class, by sport, by school and, and find out everything you need to know. Uh, that that was supposed to probably the two biggest things, Steve, in my estimation. The third thing, the high school league did the the board did approve a letter from our sports medicine advisory committee, which is mostly physicians, and this letter requested the Department of Health kind of lighten the mask requirements for spring outdoor sports, and the board of directors unanimously approved sending that on to the Department of Health. It, the request isn't just eliminate masks, but as it stands right now, basically, if, if you're competing in an outdoor spring sport, while you're competing, you have to have a mask on. So that's, you know, baseball, softball, track. Golfers do not have to, I don't believe. Lacrosse and uh, the Sports Medicine Advisory Committee, they're in, under their estimation, the, it, when the kids are actually competing, you know, they, they, they don't need to wear a mask. That's the recommendation. Like if they're in the dugout on the bench, yes, have your mask on. But when you're out there, you step up to the plate, put your mask in your pocket. When you, you know, go out to, to play defense and baseball or softball, put your mask in your pocket as you're walking off the field, put it back on, things like that. And I don't know that anybody anticipated the Department of Health would move quickly on this base. They do things deliberately, and, and they do things the right way. We'll see what happens. If, but I heard from a lot of coaches, especially if the kids – one coach text or tweeted to me. He said, I asked our kids, this is a track coach, what they, how they feel about wearing masks. And they're happy. They're thrilled to wear masks. I think he said they would wear welding helmets if that meant they could compete yeah. in track and field this spring. So, yeah, I don't know that it's a huge thing for anybody. It's, it's more it's more adults, I think, who are mad about masks. The kids just, after not even having a spring season a year ago, I think by and large they're pretty happy to be out there with their friends uh, competing and having fun. Yeah, and, and great point, John, because when I sat down Moundsview Thursday night to do my first spring event, haven't done any softball or baseball, and that, that, that's coming. It's been lacrosse so far. Haven't seen a high school lacrosse game in two years. And that kind of puts it all in perspective that, and then you think about how short these high school careers are for these kids. And I was talking to a parent at, at Moundsview in particular, and uh, there, there were some parents that came back to see the home opener at Moundsview because their seniors are now off at college and didn't get to play their senior year. So it all kind of sank in it. It's been a while. It really has. It's just, uh, it's been, it just seems like 10 years, Steve, you know, since we've had normal high right. school sports and we're back now. And like I said, everybody's tickled. The weather's largely been cooperating. I think we have a good week ahead here after a little, a little rain, but uh, yeah, everything's greening up and, and I'm just, I'm just thrilled that everybody's back where they should be. And, and uh, you know, we'll see what happens in the next few months. Hopefully we get through the spring with no hiccups here and, 
and the fall should be even better. I don't know if we'll be back to 100% normal by fall where we can have, you know, full capacity crowds and, and no no COVID protocols, but we're getting closer every day. That's the best yeah. news, you know, where we're definitely headed in a good direction. Yeah, for all those uh, people who participate in the spring sports, good news indeed. John, always great to visit with you. Now get back to work. Get out in the yard. There's still plenty of light to get something done. <laughs> Uh, my wife, I, I can hear her now wondering where I am. I said, I had to go <laughs> talk to right. Steve, but I'll hustle yeah. right back out. So. Yeah, yeah, don't, you, yeah, don't don't <laughs> stop at the TV and watch uh, watch golf for a half hour. You're going to get in trouble. I, I will definitely get in trouble. Nice talking right. to you. <laughs> All right, there he is, John Malay, media specialist with the Minnesota State High School League. He's got John's journal. It's a blog at the High School League website, mshsl.org. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.